Welcome to a powerful encounter with the Word of God, brought to you by Eastwood Annabelle. Secondary school in Boga Secondary, we had our headmaster, Mr. Bayala C.J. Yibro. And the man will come to assembly and he will read Bible verses. And one of the verses he used to read was Psalm 22, verse 16. But that time, I wasn't reading Bible, so I, the only part of Bible I was reading was Genesis, the stories of Joshua. Um, Joseph and Jacob and uh, those kind of interesting stories. And I used to see them as fairy tales. But the man used to come and read stories, verses like dogs have come past. And he had um, a version he used to use. I don't think he used the King James. Because if senior will remember, the man used to say dogs are chasing me. Yay, dogs are chasing me. And we are like, what are the dogs chasing this man? And we don't know the dogs. But you see, you, this is a messianic scripture. When, when they talk about messianic scriptures, they are talking about some of the scriptures that applied to Jesus when he came to the earth. But I see the dogs. Our headmaster then did not explain to us what the dogs were. But as I grew up in Christianity, I realized that the dogs were more than just um, real dogs. That the man was talking about demonic entities, forces of darkness. You start from verse 1, you may realize that you are in the state in which the psalmist was. He said, my God, my God, why has thou forsaken me? And I think now, you will understand it's a messianic scripture. When you hear, my God, my God, why has that forsaken me? When David, when, when the psalmist wrote this, he didn't even understand that he was talking about the fact that one day, Jesus Christ would quote this scripture as referring to himself. My God, my God, why has that forsaken me? Why art thou so far from helping me and from the words of my roaring? Keep going. Oh my God, I cry in the daytime, but thou hearest not, and in the night season, and I'm not silent. But thou art holy, O thou that inhabitest the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in thee, they trusted, but thou, and thou didst deliver them. They cried unto thee, and they were delivered. They trusted you, and they were not confounded. But I am a worm and not a man and a reproach of men and despised by people. Stop here, stop here. There, there are times in life when you just feel like you are a worm. You just feel so little in the, in the face of all the opposition and the attacks you are facing. The people are stronger than you. They occupy high positions physically. You are nothing. I, I, I remember when this ministry started in Borga and they were attacking us everywhere. We were so small. 
this, this afternoon I went to have a little nap and rest a little bit and I had a dream and when I dreamed I found myself with us in the days like when we started the ministry and people were chasing us everywhere and we were so little, we were so small and they would attack us here and chase us here and chase us there and in, 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 the, in the dream I had we were even looking for a meeting place and, and when I got up the Lord said you know I'm reminding you where you guys came from who were like worms and they, they were chasing us everywhere and the Lord is reminding me that there are people here who personally are in the same state and sometimes when you go past that stage you are likely to forget that some people are still at that stage of their life verse number 7 all they that see me laugh me to scorn they shoot out the lip they shake the head see they shake the head they shoot out they shake the head and they say he trusted in the Lord that he would deliver him let him deliver him seeing that he delighted in him and you and I know this is the thing they told Jesus they said he said he is he, 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 he believes in God let, let God come down and save him now and let's see he should come down from this cross then but thou art he that took me out of the womb you did make me hope when I was in my mother's breast I was cast upon thee from the womb thou art my God from my mother's belly be not far from me for trouble is near for there is none to help I like this one. This is the demons, the, the wicked spirits that have surrounded him. He said, Many bulls have compassed me. The bulls, the strong bulls of Bashan, have beset me round about. Everybody say, The strong bulls of Bashan. Come on, say, The strong bulls of Bashan. You know, and some of these words you see in the scriptures and all these animals, use them to pray. Use them to pray. The strong bulls of Bashan. These are bulls. Bullocks. And, and your horn is exalted like the horn of a unicorn. But in the negative realm, the bulls of Bashan. The bulls of Bashan. And then he said, They gaped upon me with their mouths. And as a rav, ravening and a roaring lion. You know, I'm talking about demonic reinforcement. So now, you are dealing with the bulls of Bashan. Now, you are dealing with lions coming to help the bulls of Bashan to deal with a human being. So, bulls have surrounded you. But you know, when bulls are chasing you and bulls are running after you, there, there is a place you may go to and bulls can follow you. For example, if you decided, I'm going to run and I'm going to climb up into mountains, um, maybe the bulls will have a limitation. But I tell you, if a lion is pursuing you and you climb a mountain, Jack, why and why, why and west? Because the mountain is his realm. He will finish with you. The mountain. Listen, a, a, a lion does not chase you and you run into mountain. So now, demonic reinforcement. That word reinforcement means to offer support to somebody. 
to give support or to strengthen the system. So this is an army that is fighting you. These are some beasts that are chasing you. The, the, the bulls are doing their job. Now the demonic lions have added to them. I am poured out like water and all my bones are out of joint. You realize this case is becoming more terrible and more terrible and these demons will not leave him alone. Now my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted in the midst of my bowels. My strength is dried up like a pot shed and my tongue cleaveth to my jaws and thou has brought me into the dust of the earth. Uh, and now that you've been brought into the dust of the earth, the, uh, this one is talking about the death of Jesus. Now you've been brought into the dust of the earth. They've taken you into this small corner where your life is almost over or is finished. And then the demonic reinforcement is not stopping. Dogs have come past me about. The other day when we studied about the dogs and Jezebel and the dogs and Naboth, they've now come to lick your blood and to finish up your flesh and to break your bones. The dogs have come past me. The assembly of the wicked have enclosed me and they have pierced my hands. So this is Jesus talking. And the principalities and the powers and the forces of darkness that are that are attacking the Messiah. They came in these forms. The bulls of Bashan. The lions are roaring. The dogs are coming in. The dogs are coming in. I may tell all my bulls. They look and stare upon me. The man is talking about his bones that they look on him. And the bones stare at him. Um, this is not Rollins' chin, but this one is all over his body. They part my garments among them, and they cast lot for my vesture. Now you can understand this one too, because Jesus Christ quoted it again. But be not far from me, O Lord. O my strength, hasten thee to help. Deliver my soul. From the sword, my darling. Also, oh, you see, Jesus Christ is calling God the Father, my darling. And he said, My darling, deliver me from the power of the dog. I'm praying that today God will deliver somebody. I, I just pray that God will deliver somebody. Save me from the lion's mouth. So, you see, he's talking about different things. At one time, he's talking about a dog, at another time, he's talking about a lion. For thou hast heard me from the horns of the unicorns. Now he brings another animal into the picture. A unicorn. How many of you understand what I'm talking about? How many of you understand what I'm talking about? We are talking about demonic reinforcements. I will declare your name unto the brethren. And in the midst of the congregation, I will sing praise unto thee. Ye that fear the Lord, praise him. All ye, the seed of Jacob, glorify him and fear him. All ye, the seed of Israel. For he has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted. 
Neither has he hid his face from him. But when he cried unto him, he heard. May God hear you today. I want to hear somebody. May God hear you today. If I can hear you, God will also hear you. May God hear somebody today. 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 Verse 25. My presence shall be of thee in the great congregation. I will pay my vows before them that fear him. And whenever God delivers you and people tell you, sow a seed, pay a vow, give an offering. Some people get offended. What is this offering thing? What is this offering thing? What is this offering thing? You, you know, want to know what the offering thing is? That offering thing is part of your warfare. I didn't hear even one amen. That offering thing is part of your warfare. I can tell you, anybody that does not give sacrifices, you don't give offerings, you don't do tithing, you can never win a war in the spirit. Because you see, that is the culture of the kingdom of God. Don't let no unbelievers fool you. That don't give offering, don't give tithe, don't give seed, don't give that, don't give that. You know what? In the battle they do, they pay to somebody. They pay to the devil. They pay to the world. And watch this, they sow to the flesh. That is how they win the war of the flesh because they sow to the flesh. And you want to win to the you want to win the war of the spirit. You must sow to the spirit. Otherwise, you cannot. Now, listen, listen. There's a pastors. We are helping widows. We are paying people school fees. And sometimes some of you are sitting in the church. And what we give to the widow, you also need it. Somebody's school fees we pay. And the person doesn't even come to the church. You also, you need it. But we are rather taking it and giving it to somebody else. You know why? It is a kind of giving. And that kind of giving is, is spiritual warfare by itself. If your enemy is hungry, feed them. It is giving. Go among the Muslims. Sadaka, Sadaka. Giving of gifts is one of the things that Muslims do. Listen, me, I'm not a Muslim, but I believe in Sadaka seriously. I believe. Today, when I left the office, almost every child I saw, almost every child I saw, I gave them 50 Ghana. Almost every child. I, every child I saw. Huh? If you want to prosper and be blessed, and even the devil cannot contest the blessing. Be a giver. Just be a giver. I sat in the car. One of the young ladies, I think I didn't give her some of the 50. She came to me very angry. I, I think she, she, she had squeezed the face a lot. I don't know whether Pearl, you realize. I think some people provoked her. Maybe she wanted to come and they were like, where are you going? Don't go. She still broke through, came. And me that was giving to her, she squeezed her face on me too. I said, oh. So I looked at her I said, they didn't give you the money. She said, Yes. Yes, so as if I owed her. <laughs> and I took it. I took a 50 and I said, God bless you. You know, take it. Now, I like prayer. Prayer is a good thing. Don't get it. Prayer is a good thing. But I always believe prayer is not enough. Cornelius was a man who was fasting and praying. And the Bible said, and he gave much alms. Almsgiving has not stopped. Pastor Mike was talking about fasting and prayer. 
When you pray, when you what? Fast. When you give. But I think that and when you give arms, I think arms is part of it. So, you, you must be a giver. Look at today the scripture I quoted about Paul entering the temple. They entered the temple on the seventh day and the Bible said they were preparing to give some offerings and sacrifices and Paul had prepared the sacrifices. Listen, our religion, Judaism, Christianity is a religion of giving. So God said, bring in the tithe and the offering and see and prove me now here with and see. If I will not rebuke the devourer for your sake, you have no idea. One reason why this church is still standing where it is is because this church is a giving church. You are not clapping because you are not the giver. This church is a giving church. As I speak to you, there's a governmental institution. We are trying to do something in a governmental institution. And the total bill will come to 250000 thereabout. And I have sanctioned it, and EAM is doing it. And the outfit belongs to the government. And we've still gone in there, and we are doing that level of expenditure. And we have started the project, and the project is going on, and Pastor Mike is supervising it, and Pastor Mike is giving me a report, and we will not stop until we have finished the project. But because of the sensitive nature of that outfit, I won't tell you where it is. Until one day, if they themselves feel they, they want to tell you, that is fine. But I wouldn't like to be the one to divulge the information. You know what? <laughs> you can never stop a giver. No matter how much you try. Abel managed to kill Cain. Managed to kill Abel. But even when the guy was in the ground, his blood was speaking. What can you do about a giver? Onyo fell and shilling. You cannot do him anything. I'm speaking the language of the guns. You can't do him anything. Even when you kill them, their blood is speaking. Because you know what? Their works do follow them. I declare to you in the name of Jesus that when you are doing, when you are doing warfare, I'm giving to it. King David was fighting a battle. In that battle, principalities and powers had gathered farming. People are dying. The king gets to a roadless threshing floor. Listen, the, the angel stopped at a place which was an altar for offering. Abraham had offered an offering at that point on Mount Moriah. King Solomon built the temple and the altar was at that same spot. Then the children of Israel backslid and they turned the position of the altar into a threshing floor where they were now rather eating food. King David got there and changed it back into an altar and established an altar there. The Bible said the plague stopped. Somebody is going to stop a plague and you are going to stop a demonic reinforcement today. He said, my praise shall be of thee in the great congregation. And I will pay my vows before them that feared him. The meek shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord that seek him. Your heart shall live forever. All the ends of the world shall remember and turn to the Lord. And all the 
kindred of the nation shall worship before thee. For the kingdom is the Lord's. And he is the governor among the nations. All they that be fat upon the earth shall eat and worship. And all they that go down to the dust shall bow before him. And none can keep alive his own soul. Come on, shout it. None can keep alive his own soul. A seed shall serve him. And it shall be accounted to the Lord for a generation. You and I, we are the seed that is serving him and it shall be accounted unto us a generation. That means any time at all, you are, you are supposed to be thinking about your generation. I have a generation in which I live. By the grace of God, God has given me enough grace for my life to pass two generations. I pass 30 and then I pass 60. That is two generations. This church is a prophetic church. KIA, EAM, Desert Pastures, Fountainge Chapel. We are a prophetic ministry. And you see, the way my prophecy works, my prophecy is not the kind when I can tell you a wizard from Bengbe by the name of Musa wants to kill. Most of the time, I don't see things like that. Not most of the time. Almost all the time. 99%. I don't know things like that. But what I can tell you, I can look at you now and I can tell you in five years' time, I see what you have become. And sometimes, I will not tell you I see it. I will just tell you, you know what? Do this and do this and do this and do this and do this. Because I'm standing in the prophetic provision that says, Believe in the Lord your God and so shall you be established. Believe also his servants, the prophets, and so shall you prosper. So we will serve him and he shall be accounted unto the Lord for us. A generation. Every one of us has to be thinking about a generation. So what I'm thinking about is that in my generation... What am I going to do in my generation so that forever that record will be there? And ladies and gentlemen, one of the things you do in a generation that will stay forever is that add something to the earth. Add something to what? The earth. You can either add something to the heavens or add something to the earth. Look at the way you are looking at it. So, every day I'm adding something to heaven and I'm adding something to the earth. How do I add to the earth? Every message I'm writing, when I finish, I save it on my desktop and I save it on the computer and I know it is not fully saved. So, I transport it into my email and then I send it to the email, ispell at yahoo.com and I know this thing is going to stay. And then I shoot it to the to the iCloud drive. And when I save it on the iCloud drive, I am creating a bank in the realm of the spirit. You know Jesus said something. Jesus said, sow to yourself in a place where the thieves cannot go in and steal and destroy. And when you save something in the iCloud and you do it at that realm, you know what? What you put there is staying forever. If you are doing something and you manage to put it on the internet, you are put it there forever. Today, if
if I want God in Lindsay's book, all I need to sit here is to take my computer, take my Kindle account, take my Amazon account, and I can get God in Lindsay. Because God in Lindsay has stored the book in the heavens, in the heavenlies. So, you make a storage in the heavenlies. And then number two, you make a storage on earth. How do I do a storage on earth? You hear Jesus talking about, don't do this when thieves can break through and steal. But at least... You have something on earth which thieves can break through and steal. It is better than having nothing. In your generation, put something on the earth. In your generation, you must leave a monument. It's very likely you will die before the earthquake. That will break your house will come. It's very likely. It's very likely that even the trousers you are wearing today, or the blouse you are wearing, or the wig you are wearing, you may die and the wig will still be here. So get something. So what I'm telling myself is if Jesus starts, 30 years from now, 100 years from now, Samek House will be there. Desert Pastures will be there. EAM Wealth Headquarters will be there. So you get aggressive about building. So let me go to the Damalton Dong. Let me go and do Namna Memorial Hall. Let me do it because, see, I've got an opportunity. God is giving me favor. Let me do something there that will last for years. And you know what? I saw idols, and those idols that were there, rain beat the idols, and the idols will start breaking. Because the people that are making the idols are not as sophisticated as Christians. So they build idols outside, rain falls, and the idols all collapse. Then God said, I'm taking you guys to another level. In your generation, don't build idols. Build churches, build institutions, build schools. Do things that will, that will last. Do things that will stay. Do things that will be there. And after a long time, when you are dead and gone, the things will be there. So he said, they shall serve the Lord and it shall be accounted unto them for a generation. Verse number 31. Then they shall come and they shall declare his righteousness unto a people that shall be born. That he has done this. I'm praying for somebody in the name of Jesus. But I'm talking about demonic reinforcement. Bulls of Bashan. Then lions were added. Dogs came in to make matters worse. The unicorn joined the assembly. Somebody's under the sound of my voice today. And spirits are just making reinforcement. Jesus talked about an unclean spirit that went out of a man. And when he came back and saw that the place was swept and garnished, he went and brought seven other spirits stronger than him. And they came and stayed in the man. Seven other spirits, stronger. So the bull is there. And the bull realized that, you know what? I cannot do this thing alone. The bull went and brought lion alone. He saw that the lion too, there are some works the lion cannot do alone, plus the bull. So they went and they brought in the dogs. And they said, now the dogs, there's some labor work you must do. The dogs, there are corners you can enter, which the rest of us can enter. If a hole is very small like this, a dog may be able to go through, but a lion cannot go through, and a bull cannot go through. So they said, dog, 
we need you to enter where we cannot enter. And then when they finished, they said there are some mountains. We the bull and we the lion and we the, the, the dog can push down. But Mr. Unicorn, you can push it down. We are talking about demonic reinforcement. But somebody said, what are we going to do about all these demonic reinforcement? Today, the first prayer I want you to pray is, Father, divide their tongue. Divide their tongue. The reason they are dog, the reason they are lion, the reason they are bull, the reason they are unicorn is that you can divide their tongue. You can say, Father, in the name of Jesus, from today, they cannot agree. I pray in the name of Jesus that they cannot agree. They cannot agree in the name of Jesus. Somebody right now, you want to pray unto God. And you want to pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, I destroy the tongue. Lions and dogs cannot understand one another. I pray in Jesus' name, I break their agreement. That is the prayer you are looking at right now. That you are breaking the agreement. Any agreement between lions, dogs, bulls, unicorns, in the name of Jesus, they will not understand each other. Demons like people, they lie against you. They curse you. They accuse you falsely. I pray in the name of Jesus that you will divide their tongues. In the name of Jesus. I believe you've been blessed by this message. For further information, please visit www.eastwoodanaba.com. God bless you richly.